0: My biggest struggle um, in my early 20s was believing I understood a concept or a certain philosophy that I subscribed to, but then consistently not living that way and not executing those beliefs and struggling and being depressed or, or, um, you know, disappointed in life. I wasn't living that way, and that's really frustrating. And the problem is that's all just ego. That's ego sneaking in the back door. I think we're all looking to find out from an egoic standpoint, what our relevance is, who we're supposed to be, what, you know, the definition of joy and love is and purpose. I had certain beliefs and uh, desires, and I wanted to be a certain type of person. But but a lot of my thoughts were kind of, um, I guess, rooted in the ego. You know, and when I say the ego, I don't necessarily mean arrogance. I just mean the part of your brain that is the, that says I, it's the thinker. Um, and that part of your brain is very... Uh, self-serving. It lives in a world of comparisons and uh, time, and none of these things are helpful. It just kind of would consistently take me out of uh, a positive place, you know, the, the, the man I wanted to be or the man I thought I should be or, um, you know, you're basing who you are and what you think you should be on who you'll be tomorrow and who you were yesterday. And as we go through life and experience trauma, we build walls, defense mechanisms, and eventually we adopt them so deeply, you know, they are activated on a daily basis. You start thinking that's who you are. We are not our thoughts, you know. We all have to realize that the things that go on in our brains is not our true identity. How do you create separation between the two? Stillness, you know, it's not. The idea of doership is misleading. To think, well, what do I have to do to get where I want to be? Great people want to chase it You want You think the thing, the person you are is out there or that you have to, leave. you don't have to do anything. Everything you want and need is in here right now. You just have to stop. For me, the, the most effective tool I've adopted is just trying to stay present. When you're in the moment, the part of your brain that thinks in terms of time just gets quiet, kind of doesn't exist anymore. So a lot of my old hurdles have kind of become far more manageable by just staying present. Someone just kind of once said, shush, and it was in response to me having a bit of an over analytical question. Really is about kind of stilling your brain noise, recognizing that the majority of the stuff you grapple with uh, is just noise and it reinvents and it's cyclical and it's, it's not, you know, it's not turning your back on something. It's it's not kind of uh, quitting or giving up. It's kind of uh, letting it kind of wash over you. And then the shush of it all is just kind of uh, being able to cultivate the ability to, to, to be still and be present. And and if you can do that, then then circumstance becomes you know, a little more inconsequential. I'm scared that I won't get where I think I want to get. I'm scared that I won't know true happiness. I'm scared that I won't know true beauty or love. or but, I'm, I'm okay having those fears, but I also know at the same time that that's, those aren't real fears. I really, really believe that's just, that's the ego talk, and that's okay, because my ego has been trained to speak for 34 years, I can't expect to all of a sudden delete it from the map today. All I got to do is when those fears come up, recognize that those are ego-based fears, I'm totally okay with those things popping up on the radar, because they're gonna, and that's okay too. I think that mentality is, has gone a long way for me in terms of just surrendering to the moment, surrendering to where I am, and surrendering even to my failures. You know, your, your failures are okay too. I used to really be very hard on myself um, if I thought I wasn't accomplishing something or, or reaching a certain level. But, you know, be with your failures. They're just as educational and just as uh, opening to the process as the successes. Um, I, I probably started thinking this way when I was you know, maybe 15 16 years old they say you don't really wake up from dreams you wake up from nightmares uh and not to say my childhood was a nightmare at all by any means say goodbye But I certainly started to see a pattern, uh, you know, where whatever my struggles or challenges were at that age, if they were ever kind of met or satisfied, I started to see how the next day my brain found new struggles and challenges uh, to be at odds with. And you start to realize how amazingly resilient that part of your brain is um, that, that can just create conflict and truly be at odds with what is. And, and I, I started to worry that no matter what happened or where I uh, went in my life, will that always be that way? So for me, it's a matter of being perfectly okay, exactly where I am, and practicing. It's like, uh, if if I was gonna try and pick up a sport, you know, I'm not gonna be amazing tomorrow. Today, I just have to dribble. Just gotta dribble the ball. Um, And if the ball gets away from me today, it's okay. Get it back and just dribble again. Even if it takes all of my focus and energy just to dribble this ball, Maybe tomorrow it won't, and it won't be as you know, uh, consuming, um, but but it's okay to be where I am. I don't have to wake up tomorrow and be a pro. Success to me feels a bit like a notion. I mean, if there's success, there's failure. Just being happy, being peaceful, being content, being present. I love uh, being creative. I love the business that I'm in. It's it's absolutely who I was as a child, you know, you try and always think, well, what did you do on a Sunday morning when you were a kid? What were you doing when you weren't doing for anything? You know, when you were just waking up trying to have fun, what were you doing? Um, That's what you should probably be doing with your life. And luckily, I was, you know, putting on shows and doing theater. And um, So I'm very lucky in the sense that my profession is also something that is deeply connected to the part of my life when When my brain wasn't so noisy and I wasn't fueled by ego or an accomplishment or or this kind of story that we're trying to tell ourselves, I was just doing it because it felt fun. The first couple of times I tried meditating very hard because my brain is so noisy. And, you know, maybe you get a second, two, three seconds tops of sustained, still uh, breathing and presence. uh, And then very quickly, you know, your brain asks them, well, am I doing this? Well, am I thinking? I'm thinking thoughts right now. And you know, you kind of lose it, but that's okay. And you go right back to trying to focus again. And uh, you know, the more you do it, hopefully the, the, the shorter intervals of brain noise will happen. And the longer periods of time where you are truly present, uh, begin to bloom a little bit. The place I'm trying to get to is something that the mind can't comprehend. It wants to. It really wants to. But it can't. It's, it's different languages. It's just, be present. Don't don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about the next minute. Just, where are you right now? Don't miss right now. Be here now. Um, and, and a nice sense of calm just kind of washes over. I think the thing that I'm looking for in life is just longer periods of uh, blooming presence. <laughs> blooming presence. All you really have in life, I think, is just now. A series of nows. Um, and I think when you can kind of surrender to that, um, you can't lose. But I felt pieces of it, and I know it's good, and I'm chasing it, uh, and it's worth it. So uh, whatever that is, uh, I guess I'm working to kind of have longer moments of that. I think happiness is about trying to live in the moment and being present. A lot of our suffering, I think, comes from analyzing the past and worrying about the future and living in our mistakes as if that's who we are. But if you're able to be present and still those egoic thoughts, I, I think you can tap into happiness. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.